Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Drink him if you got him. One more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. It's a little early for me, but all right, let's get it on. It's five o'clock somewhere, as Kenny Chesney would say. Um, before we get to this dude who has auto brewery syndrome, um, you mentioned the other day on our fabulous radio show that we do. If for some reason you listen to this podcast and didn't know we do a radio show, um, uh, the final study is in, you think, on whether or not booze is good for you? The final one I'm paying attention to. Because we lived our lives thinking booze was bad for you. Then we spent about 10 years of them saying, no, you're actually better off if you have a glass of red wine every day. And then they'd have the ridiculous warning of, but uh, overly drinking too much obviously could be bad for you. Yeah, no freaking kidding, you dumbass. Uh, thanks for the warning. But uh, So what have we decided now? Should, you, should everybody be drinking a glass of wine? or No, drink if you want. <laughs> don't drink if you don't want. Kind of a conclusion Just don't drink a lot. Don't don't get hammered every day. That's bad for you. But if you have reasonable restraint, have a couple of drinks, you'll be fine. But it doesn't really do you any harm. Doesn't do you any good. It's just it's just it's just it is what it is. Well, it's one of those things. It's uh, drinking is associated with like two hundred diseases. You got to be careful of the word associated or linked to. You know how strong is the link? It quadruples your chance of developing, you know, uh, Jack Armstrong syndrome. It qu- <laughs> you don't quadruples want that. it. It quadruples it from one in ten million to four in ten million. Right. It's, it's so easy to make statistics sound dramatic that really aren't. Jack Armstrong syndrome, of course. You can't stop eating donuts and really, really hate waiting in lines. And you lose your hair. Yeah. Um. So you think that that's that was the big meta study of other studies. 
Conclusion being, it doesn't really hurt you to drink, and it's not going to help you, so end of story, which sounds right to me. Within the parameters of not drinking to having a couple of drinks, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not even, yeah, I'm not even going to throw in the disclaimers, because that's for morons. If you drink a hell of a lot, obviously it's got its own problems. You can tell by the way you feel in the morning. Now, the moron disclaimer. Binge drinking, which is defined as blah, 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 is associated with zabbity dabbity do. So how about this dude here? I'd never heard of this before. This guy was in his second year of teaching, and someone commented that he smelled like alcohol. He was surprised because he hadn't had any alcohol beverages, and he would never risk his career by imbibing at work. If I was a high, school, if I was a high school teacher, I'd drink every day while I was at work. That's how I'd get through Oof. it. So I'd wow. get through it. Just uh, just a couple. Not reeling around. Just take the edge right. off. Right. So yeah, you're yeah. pleasantly amused by the high schoolers. Yes. As opposed to fearing for the future of the nation. Right. A couple of sips of vodka, you're past that. Yeah. You can get back to concentrating on the grammar. I didn't realize what was going on at the time, but when I was in, Gladys, when I was in well, she's waiting for the, the time period. Oh, I got to get it right because it would be just a crime if I got it wrong. I think seventh grade. Um, uh, one of the teachers was an interesting dude. He would come in every day because I had the class right after lunch. He would walk in. He would go over to his locker. And because we'd all seen this before, everybody would watch with great anticipation. He would go over to his locker. <laughs> he'd pull out of his, his big thing of scope like the great big giant. Might have been Listerine. Anyway, you know what a popular brand in the 70s. He'd take that out. He'd open up. He'd take a big swig, and then he'd tilt back his head, and he'd go. He would gargle in front of the whole class, and we'd all sit there and watch him. And then he would turn toward us, and then he would gulp it down and swallow and kind of smile at us, put the lid back on the bottle, and then walk back to his desk. And we always just thought it was funny that, you know, he cared so much about his bad breath or whatever, and so gross that he actually swallowed the. But he was taking a shot of booze every day to get through the afternoon. That's what he was doing, right? Now, do you think he was drinking like 70s uh, uh, Listerine because it had alcohol in it? Or was that just like wild turkey? I don't know. I think he was drinking. I I think it was actual. I don't think he was putting like booze in his mouthwash bottle. But mouthwash Mm -hmm. has like 40% alcohol and it's very high. And you're not yeah. supposed to swallow it. And I think he was just taking a shot of booze after lunch every day. I got to teach these seventh graders about freaking colonies. Here we go. Yeah. For the yep, 90th yep. time. All right. I've talked before about my band director in middle school. There I was, a 12-year-old musician. Gladys, right on time. Did you teach for a while, Gladys? In the 1940s. That's right. That's what I thought. Um. And I'm not going to name any names or anything, but this guy was a, a gifted musician who found himself teaching music and directing a band for a bunch of no-talent adolescents, and it crushed his soul. <laughs> um, and he had in his office a big Cuddy Sark light. That's like a bargain whiskey. Um, he had like Cuddy Sark swag in his office, which was right off the band room. Um, and he he bore every sign of a man who was drinking himself toward an early grave, which is too bad because I got to, I got to know him 
somewhat because I was such a music freak, even at that age. And he knew I cared a lot about music. And so, you know, he, he took me under his wing and he's really a nice fellow. But, oh, he was not happy with how his life turned out. Do you think he was a day drinker? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll bet. Or, you know, it's possible he just got freaking hammered every night. But if you I can, doubt If it. you can pull off the day drinking thing, I don't care. Doesn't bother me. Well, you know, I'd, I'd prefer you not drive around if you're addled sure. and that sort of thing. But, I've known plenty but, of day drinkers that function perfectly fine. They didn't, they didn't cause any problems. That's yeah, what this you guy do, had right? a bit of a volatile temper, which is not exactly unknown in the world of middle school band directors. Um, but I think there may have been a little, uh, you know, a couple of pops in there. Yeah. Some people can so, do that. I was never built that way even when I drank. I can't do, do that. I'm, I'm either in, in it to win it. You know, we've started the party or, but, yeah. or, or not. The, but the just kind of maintaining a buzz all day long, I've never... I'm not. You know that's funny. Uh, Maybe uh, maybe we have something in common in that way or something. But um, like uh, mimosas or uh, whatever your morning drink. Oh my god! Your champagne and and orange juice or whatever. I never want that. No, because I just get tired and logy and feel miserable. Because I'm not going to keep drinking all day. I just. eh. They should study that because as an alcoholic, I know there are both kinds, and you're either one or the other. Um, interesting. Uh, I had one more thing on the booze. You had the teacher that did. Oh, and I was looking through my picture book the other day, and my kids were amused by the picture of me when I was in Little League in roughly about seventh grade. Um, uh, back when you didn't wear uniforms, you just wore a T-shirt and jeans to play baseball. But uh, my T-shirt said Cassidy's Bar on it because that was the that's who sponsored my team. And mm-hmm. just they thought that was just crazy that I had a Cassidy's Bar T-shirt for Little League. It didn't cause the kids to drink or anything like that. <laughs> we didn't meet at the bar at midnight or anything. It's just the team that gave the hundred bucks to pay for the uniforms. You were the only team that did shots of tequila after every victory. <laughs> I was never even in Cassidy's bar. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, but we got this guy here who was a second year teacher and somebody commented he smelled like alcohol. He felt surprised because he hadn't had any. He wouldn't take any. Over the years, though, the teacher and basketball coach had had many people say he smelled like alcohol. I thought there was something wrong with me, the way I metabolized things. I wasn't sure. I thought I was just tired all the time. Also, you know, if you're that way all the time, you don't know, uh, you know, it's just your baseline. Well, it turns out he's got some weird thing with his body where his body creates alcohol. He actually got charged with a DUI because of our DWI, wherever the some states it's DWI and some it's DUI. But he's got this thing called auto brewery syndrome, which I guess is actually a thing. Uh, that your body can produce alcohol. Auto brewery syndrome uh, doesn't happen to very, very many people, but it did happen to him. So is his wow. urine beer? Well, his bloodstream I mean, is beer. The doctor ran a glucose challenge test to see if he had the condition while fasting, and his blood alcohol concentration, his BAC, was zero. Um, he, cons- blah, blah, blah. he consumed some sugary beverage, and then his BAC started to go up. When he, when he gets sugar in his body, it converts the sugar into alcohol. So all he did wow. was take in sugar, and his blood alcohol content started to go up. Within the first hour, I was at a point one four, which is above the legal limit. Cow. Once yeah, I to, to drive, and that's a pretty good buzz. I don't care who you are. Once I saw that, the doctor was just shaking his head. You have auto brewery syndrome. Absolutely, your BAC level went through the roof. We were crying. It was just so emotional. I'll bet it was. Yeah. Uh, just to solve the mystery, but so a guy like that could go to like a high dollar bar in Manhattan and order a Coca Cola and get his buzz on. Yeah, that'll be $3, the bartender says. It, disgusted that he's got some sort of teetotal and no tipper in front of him. Meanwhile, this guy gets more and more hammered. If you could stay away from sugar, it'd be pretty handy. You know, if you could make it through the day without taking any sugar, and then it's, you know, 5 o'clock, you're home from work. Okay, I think I'll have a candy bar. Get this party yeah. started. <laughs> <laughs> or a cup of Kool-Aid or whatever you wanted. <laughs> Exactly. Throw some M&Ms in your gullet, and all of a sudden you're buzzing. Uh, yeah, but he actually ended up getting uh, two, D- T- two DWIs within six months. He was facing felony charges. Oh, Lord. Yeah, because he got pulled over weaving around. He didn't know why he was drunk, and he's got auto brewery syndrome. What a crazy thing to have happen. Wow. I'd never heard of that in my life. I wonder how recently they discovered this. No, I've never heard of it. It's crazy. I don't think I have. If I have, I've forgotten about it because... I- Drinks a damn much. When I first heard of it, I thought, okay, it, it create, you know, it, 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 it maybe it creates a little bit of alcohol, but no, quite a bit. And the amount oh, yeah. of time he was you, at a point one four within, wouldn't you say, an hour or something like that? Yes, within the first hour. 
Oh, that's, that's some serious drinking. You would have if to... a 200-pound male can drink two drinks an hour and metabolize it and not be at a .08, that's some drinking. Yeah, you would have to hammer down like a six-pack or something in an hour to pull that off. Wow, right. wow, interesting. Speaking of, of drinking and reasons to drink, uh, as we are recording this podcast, it is 10.14 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time? Yeah. Um, on my Washington Post app, I'm watching live team coverage of Trump's motorcade now driving back across town, presumably toward the courthouse. Yes, I'm seeing that on CNN also. Trump en route to the arraignment at NYC Courthouse. So is the idea, well, what's the theory behind this? It was mocked a lot yesterday, even by some of the channels that were doing it for this kind of coverage. Yet they're doing it again today. Well, you could make the argument that from his home to surrender is a big deal. From the airport to his home yesterday is not a big deal. Well, That's are, just wanting Trump coverage. Well, is the idea that he might take an exit and head toward Mexico with a, a wig and a gun and some cash? or And Al Cowlitz? <laughs> <laughs> a beard? Um, I don't I don't know. I don't think that's the uh, deal at all. He's heading to the courthouse to surrender on criminal charges, Jack. No president has ever. Right. I don't know if I I don't want to be like my son, the teenager, who's just not impressed with anything reflexively. But I just don't see why this is quite as big. Depends on how it turns out. I mean, if he ends up going to jail, that would be a very big deal. But if he gets a minor fine like Barack Obama did and so many people do for violating various federal election laws who pretty much everybody why is that i don't understand why that's a thing what if he gets community service that's like pick up trash (laughs) (laughs) cameras are out there watching that'd be a good one somebody they make him put on the orange jumpsuit and pick up trash along broadway where the trash is rolexes and wallets yes he's got the long stick with the pokey thing on the end he's stabbing cans put them in the bag all day long (laughs) be pretty entertaining i doubt it yeah. And again, even if that did happen, which it won't, that would help him not hurt him in terms of getting elected president. Yeah, I just think the whole thing's foolish, but I've made that point, uh, certainly, yeah. on the show. Well, I don't know when you're going to hear this uh, podcast, but we will be discussing whatever the charges are on the next radio show on Wednesday. And probably for a year, right? Uh, you're, yeah, maybe I you know. Are. I know. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Nothing, nothing is happening. True story, guys. I had a PE teacher that was smoking his van as we ran around the track. <laughs> he was in like his last year and he didn't care. <laughs> it's in his like van smoking cigarettes or bombs? Smoking cigarettes. They just it's a man smoke cigarettes while you run to, for yes, your presidential fitness training. With his training. van door open. <laughs> it just like make sure we didn't get hurt. And that's all he cared yeah. about. Awesome. Now you kids trot around the track a couple of times. I'm going to burn a couple of these darts. Yeah. <laughs> Keep those knees up. Well, I guess that's it. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.